You're listening to an All Games Radio Network broadcast of AllGames.com. This is George Romero. You're listening to ZombieCast. This is Greg Nicotero of The Walking Dead, and you're listening to ZombieCast. This is Danny Drew, and I'm listening to ZombieCast. You better be listening to it, too. Well, you are if you're hearing me. So keep listening. Yo, monkeys, it's me, DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion, and, of course, Billy Ray Snapper and Devil's Rejects. And you, well, you, monkey, you're listening to the zombie cast. And that's not a bad thing. That's a good thing. Bang! Hi, this is Norman Reedus, and you're listening to Zombie Cast. Zombie Cast. Hey y'all, this is Lou Temple, you know me as Axel from The Walking Dead, and I'm here to tell you, zombie cast, stay tuned in, you follow me? And thank you, Tedekin, for that super awesome introduction this week, and welcome zombies to ZombieCast, an unofficial guide to all things zombie, episode 120, where I'm Sean. I'm Matt. I'm Norma. And I'm Tedekin. Uh, and thank you, zombies, for another download of ZombieCast this week. We want to thank you no matter where you get us. iTunes, Twitter, Downcast, ZombieCast.net. The best place is every Monday night, 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern at all, allgames.com forward slash chat. Come over here, enter your name, enter the chat, mingle with the zombies, mingle with Norma, Matt, Me. Ted, and myself. We do ZombieCast globally live every week. Uh, but, but if you want to hear us live, but cannot join us live on all devices, including your car, tune in. Uh, app, uh, download it. It's free on all devices. Uh, at All Games Radio, and you hear us live every Monday, eight o'clock PM Eastern, coming up all your devices uh, for free. And then at all, all your places, yeah, all your all your places, mm-hmm. all your gassy places. Uh, we do remind you guys to go over to ZombieResearchSociety.com. It's where the official radio show of the Zombie Research Society. Go over there and browse all those news articles, and you can actually listen to ZombieCast over there on the very front page. Of the society over there. We want to thank Matt Moke, Romero, Zombiethon, Luke, Gabe, uh, Buster. We want to thank... Uh, Happy, sleepy, dopey. Yeah, that's it. All those guys over at the ZombieResearchSociety.com. Is, uh, we love you guys. And while you're over on the social media, Zombies, go to Twitter, search at... I mean, follow at ZombieCast World. Click the banner up top. Follow each individual host. Then go to Facebook, search the ZombieCast. And like our fan page over there. As we love mingling with the Zombies all week long. So, guys, did, did you realize I wasn't on the show last week? Did you miss me? You weren't on the show last week? No. I thought no. there was something uh, actually, missing. Yeah, God, yeah, you, you weren't on the show last week. <laughs> oh, that's weird. Okay. Master Jedi Tedekin took over, man. Was good oh, job, Yeah, Ted. I remember this. Good yeah. job, Ted. Ted O'Kin. Yeah, I am thankful for you, Ted. No one can replace you, buddy. Oh, oh I missed you guys. But you know what? It was a holiday here. Uh, in the States, and I'd booked a DJ gig, uh, which paid a lot of money, so uh, I kind of had to take it. Uh, but uh, I, I do miss the zombies each week whenever I miss. So uh, it was nice listening to a zombie cast, uh, you know, th- th- that I wasn't familiar with. One uh, th- that's new to the ears while I'm at work. So you guys done an awesome job. Thanks, Matt, Norman, and Ted. 
You guys rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, we're going to be talking some fear here in a minute. And you know what? The snows are coming, guys. I I didn't even put a topic out. I I just. (laughs) The snows are coming. The snows are coming. You know, I didn't even think of the CRS this week. You know, I kind of put it on the the thing. All I know is the snows are coming, Matt. How many inches are up there now? Oh, geez. We got about five. I think overnight it's going to be about two more. Wait, is that real? Yeah, no, for it's real? not. It's, it's spring. T- it's still huh? summer weather, dude. But yeah, but what's summer for you? Like 48 okay. degrees? Okay, well, I will give you the – okay, what's the uh, temperature in the hometown that I live in is – okay, it is a nice, balmy 72 degrees Fahrenheit. Oh, that's just bad enough for night Clinton have a heat stroke. Am I right? Oh, God, you got to always push your agenda on the show, Ted. Jeez. you got to get those peas on the neck, Matt. <laughs> the peas on the neck. Oh, yeah, Mariana's uh, neck baby. She hasn't popped yet, by the way. We're getting a little uh, antsy. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're all expecting a baby here on ZombieCast. The, the first is ZombieCast baby. Well, we're going to be a live streaming event, isn't yeah, it? I tell you, we want, we want the first the first uh, birth stream. Yeah. Right, yeah, zombie cast. Audience. Yeah, it's be a special video. I, I haven't told Marianne yet, but I'm going to bring the phone into the uh, operating room. <laughs> yeah, it, it's going to be uh, badge cam, badge cam. Wow. And, uh, yeah, we, Did we you all... see operating room or whatever, whatever wherever okay. they put the birthing room. I'm just going to be with my cigar in the in the lobby, so I don't. <laughs> so, so we all took part Igloo. in this. So you know, we're going to all take credit as dad, right, Ted? Dad, is it going to be the first zombie baby? It could zombie. be. Zombie baby? I found a, I found a picture, Matt. <laughs> of what? Uh, of, of Matt's. Of, uh, I found, here's a preview. I'm going to put in our, our super secret uh, zombie cast chat. I found a preview of upcoming, the upcoming Matt uh, uh, Matt Mariana zombie cast uh, uh, baby stream. It's in these Facebook chat. This is a porn. So, yes, it's yeah. a porn. What would I what? You know what? I'm surprised you think so little of me. Uh, <laughs> oh, Jesus. What is that? Looks like you, Matt. Oh, that's so cute. What's that from, though? That's what? from Dawn of the Dead. They had a zombie baby at Dawn of the Dead. Uh, the remake. Cute, though. I would I would cuddle that. A woman cuddle pregnant. Let me see. There was a woman pregnant in the movie, Matt. She got bitten while she was pregnant. Yeah. And from the inside? Had, and then she, oh, she, just got, she got bitten, like, just on the neck while she was pregnant. Oh, well, gotcha. And she, they had to shoot her because she turned into a zombie. Like during childbirth, she's slashing around like Linda Blair, and she's giving birth, and the baby comes out, and they shoot her, and they look down, and that's what the baby looks like. It's the most horrific scene in that movie. I feel like I remember this movie. Was this like a recent movie? Like, like 10 years last old. decade? Yeah. Bill Dunphy's in it from uh, Modern Family. I remember that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That was cray cray. Yeah, yeah. Baby's like, ah! That was a, that was a good movie, you know, because you know, I've said this before, but you know, they got Shaun of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead, and my cousin Dawn was getting married, and her bachelorette, bachelorette, and bachelor party was going to see Dawn of the Dead the night before their wedding. So we all done that for Shaun of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead. <laughs> so it's pretty cool. We need a Matt of the Dead, I'll do a, it. A Matto of the Dead. Doesn't rhyme with Tedekin of the Dead. You could be Sean of the Dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had a look that idea. I, I would have to learn about England. <laughs> I just know Canada, man. You don't know Canada. That's the thing. <laughs> wait, wait. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be white up there. Tons of cocaine. Yeah. Pablo Escobar. Hey, I've been watching that. What? 
Narcos on is, Netflix is it good? season two. Oh my gosh, season two is just as great as season one. It's fantastic. Is it what? Is it going to be one of these sleeper hits that I'm going to watch three seasons in? And um, I would hope not. I don't know if it's going to go to a season three. I hope that it stays here. Mm-hmm. You know, what I mean, there's only so much that we can see of how much they chase Pablo. But um, I have to say that. I mean, they've talked to these, you know, these DEA guys, and they say that it's pretty much on par to what they lived through and what they went through. So, really, eh? it's yeah. it's pretty wild. Now, 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 Travis from uh, Fear of the Walking Dead played Pablo Escobar in the movie Blow. Did it, he? Yeah, he was. He was. He, remember the El Padrino? I remember that? The cream of the crop, Pablo Escobar. Yeah, yeah, him and Johnny Depp. Uh, that just been in a lot of good movies. Better TV shows, but a lot of good movies. <laughs> he was in a Die Hard, uh, Live for Your Die Hard. He played one of the dudes. He's the guy that was t- telling John McClane about the, uh, it's a fire sale. Wasn't he also like the cocaine dealer in, in that, uh, it, it was the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie. He was in. True uh, Life. No, not True uh, Life. There was a guy that looked like him. He was in. Kindergarten uh, Cop? <laughs> it's not a tumor. He was in the movie where Schwarzenegger was a fireman. It was one of his later career movies, like post Eraser. Backdraft. No, not Backdraft, starring the beautiful Kurt Russell. It was Inferno. Twins. It was Twins. Joe yes, versus the volcano. Joe versus the volcano. That's it. It's Joe versus the volcano. <laughs> it was called Collateral Damage. I think. Oh, that, oh, that one. I just thought of it. I'm gonna look it up. Um. They, the villain in True Lies kind of looked like him. Yeah, Cliff Curtis, collateral damage theory. Claudio Perini. How do you spell Schwarzenegger? I can't Google shit. I can't do that. S-C-H-W-A-R-Z-E-N-E-G-E-R. But I thought he was in that movie. He's in collateral damage. That's it, collateral damage. So, yeah, yeah, he was Pablo Escobar. You know, Claudio Perini. Pablo Escobar, whatever. Claudio. But, uh... Yeah, you always talk about Netflix shows. Uh, I went to see somebody that's got a new Netflix show out this past weekend. Uh, it, it's the story of his life, and it's called The Get Down. Have you guys seen it or seen the... Wait, what? You saw someone who was in The Get Down? Uh, the Get Down is about uh, Grandmaster Flash, and I went to see him this weekend. Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, he was playing Adam's Farm? No, 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 he he was playing. uh, We got the National Folk Festival here in our city for three years uh, where all these global people come over. But, uh, you know, Saturday night, the headliner uh, downtown for free was Grandmaster Flash, you know, at the Folk Festival. Yeah, at the Folk Festival. Dude, it was so much fun. But, you know, he talked about the get down and and making it. And, you know, he's actually in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, uh, the first DJ ever inducted uh, into the. But it it was kind of neat seeing a pioneer like that. You know, he invented. The two turntable system to where you could listen to on your headphones to one, you know, one track while the other one plays out loud. So yeah, to see a player like that, kind of I know who's going to be the second uh, DJ to be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Dead Mouse, Dead Mouse, Skrillex, <laughs> oh. DJ I, I was, DJ I Freeman. About, I was talking about DJ Freeman, but I guess DJ, DJ Frizzle Phone Face. Dude, right before the show, <laughs> right before the show, the, the, the big high school in our town. Uh, by, by request of the kids, want DJ Freeman to do the, uh, uh, what, what do you call it, the, the homecoming dance. You're like the clown of your town where all the kids like want that one. I want that one clown for my birthday. Tommy had him at his birthday. <laughs> you know, they have that, it's always 
a thing. Like you're like uh like in parenthood, everybody wanted that that one cowboy at their birthday. What? That's DJ. Shake. That's DJ. Yeah. Well, it's kind of cool for our little community because, you know, I'm always doing the country club, but I'll get to, like, the Harris Teeter grocery store, and all the little kids are like, hey, DJ Freeman. And it's kind of neat that, that all of them know me of being the DJ. You know, because every Friday night this past summer, I was at the country club, and then Saturdays I would do odd jobs uh, DJing for uh, personal people. But but it's kind of neat, you know, but, but you know, by request that the kids want me. I, I, but Ashton, you know, I told Ashton, I was like, dude, I'm going to be doing the, the dance. And he's like, I'm not going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, "What do you?" And I offered him half the money. I was like, "Dude, I'll give you half the money." Nope. You're, you're bribing your you're bribing your kids. Yes, I I don't know if I can do it. Aww. I go. think that's a shame. I think any kid should be thrilled to have DJ Freeman as their father. That's like the coolest. <laughs> well, what about? I would still do it and then just be like, "Sorry, kid, this is our this is your vacation fund." <laughs> what about? Listen, you ungrateful little turd. Yeah, you know, every, every time I DJ though, I'm like, I'm, I'm DJ Freeman from ZombieCast.net and the Zombie Research Society, and and I'll always pimp us, always, no matter where I'm at. If I'm at a wedding, I always say it. Right on, buddy. Yeah. Awesome. yeah, yeah. So in high school, you were known as BJ Freeman. <laughs> yeah. So so on on an honest note, uh, we we may have a guest coming up. Chris from Sinful Celluloid uh, is supposed to be stopping by. That's not guaranteed. We're going to try to get that for you, zombies. But but on a serious note, uh, jokes aside, whoever it was a revolution. Has, has it has it enlightened any in your book, or is it still just? Uh, I thought it, I, I thought the first episode of the season was the best episode ever. I thought last week was a snooze fest. Yeah. Snooze fest. I thought this week was oh, was pretty good. I liked the taking the zombies down the pier and dumping them into the CC. Hmm. So, <laughs> so, so my question to you guys, you know, after watching it last night, man, we kind of caught you up, and I think you watched last night. Yeah, I watched last night. But I, And I should have wrote it down. I can't think of the guy's name. The guy, the, the pharmacy guy. What was his name? The uh, guy with big, giant mold on his face. The pharmacy Doc, guy. Dr. Pill. Dr. Pill. Dr. Pill. Is Dr. Peel, is he kind of like uh, Kim Jong-il in North Korea? Jong-pil? Yeah, yeah, Kim Jong-pil. I get the impression he's just like doing what it takes, right? He's a physician. He's a pharmacist. All right, he's a pharmacist, right? If you remember a couple weeks ago, whenever they fed the people to the zombies, he was doing all this chanting. They put the people in the bus. They, They went through the bus, come out, and the guy got eaten, uh, kind of, kind of feeding the zombies. And then last night, you know, he was telling Nick, you know, or Nick asked him, said, so, so you've been bit and didn't turn? So I'm starting to think that, th- that it's a cult. It, have you guys thought about that, Annie? You know, are they going to get the voodoo or like he, they can't be turned into zombies because of voodoo or something? Like, I put a voodoo curse upon myself. I don't think they'd replay that plot because they just got back from like a settlement that looks good, but it's actually a weird death cult. Yeah, that's true. But, but the guy that over North Korea, you know, has convinced the people that he went to the moon. He's convinced yeah. the people that he's he's done like a hundred perfect hole in one game. Oh, you're ball. you're relating it to like you're he's lying to the people to like get a status in the community. Yeah, I don't, get a status in the community, like like like, like he's a you know. Is he is he portraying like maybe he's a god? You know, I got bit and I didn't turn. You know, and then and you know, with them chanting a couple of weeks ago before they done the sacrifice, uh, I, w- I was just kind of. I think the fight story's bullshit because he mentioned that 
he was bit, but he also mentioned there was a kid that wasn't infected. He was just acting cray cray. So maybe the the kid actually bit him, uh, but he was a zombie. Was that in the first half hour? He missed the first half hour. They're gonna have a flashback scene where he like gets a knife or a, he gets a, a thing and like burns himself to make it look like a wound in order to, you know, fool everybody. I, That's gonna be a flashback scene. Um, I know, Sean. I know. I'm not. I'm not picking on the show. I'm not picking on it. No, no, no. But like. <laughs> Last night just seemed like scene after scene of Nick just talking and it's like it's booty. No, I, I well, first of all, that was so predictable. Actually, Marianne and I were like, "Can we just fast forward the scene when she knocks on his door?" I'm like, "Yep, here it comes." But Will I thought you the, your hot salsa in my that girl's hot. Man, that girl's <laughs> hot. I thought I thought the pure scene was super good, but don't you think it relied on extreme coordination for all of them to meet up at exactly the same time to funnel them through that room? Because if one person was late. They would have cut off the other person, right? Because they were all like they had to time it exactly so everyone converged on that one room, and went on into the pier. Yeah, I agree with that. I agree. With that. I and you know what? I thought they're going to be a little faster than that. These are fresh zombies, right? We've kind of decided that they're a little faster yeah. because they're not so deteriorated. You know, if they have trouble fighting two or three with. You know, in a scene, why is this one seems so much easier as she has, as Madison has like hundreds of them following her. And Victor and Chicky were able to go door to door, open them up and let them out, put a spoon under the door. While like two meters away, the zombies just got out. I thought the zombies would be like way faster than that. Right, But they're they're at the point now in the timeline where like Rick is awake and so they should be be about on par with those zombies right but wouldn't any zombie that's a guy that's just been turned be a fresh fast zombie that's what, i've always felt that's how zombies should be if you just turned you should be able to run and be that you know right. like you talking about the rage that. virus Ted? no i mean i mean if you're a guy that just turned into a zombie like you died and 10 minutes later you're a zombie i think that zombie should be able to run and they've never yeah. really done that in anything but they're up to the point now in the timeline they don't really give us much of a hint but we're about to the Herschel Farm time, right? Maybe. And those zombies definitely moved. Well, they, they did, did move, and they moved a lot faster, but they were not as fresh. I don't know. I just, hmm. it just seems to me like it was too cheesy. You know what I mean? Just, well, I can do this and have hundreds of zombies following you in a nice, perfect little line here or a little chunk, yeah. a big line, and everything be okay. But then they cut away and they just assume. All those hundreds of zombies just kept on piling into the ocean. Yeah, I thought yes. that too. Like, shouldn't they stay out there in the boat for like, I like, just keep waving at them until they all eventually walk honking in. horns and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, like, hey, yeah. And also, I guess the riptide pulled them away. But I was thinking, you know, zombies are not going to drown. And what if they all just get washed back to shore? Well, I thought of that too. I mean, eventually, you know, they're eating the fish. They they don't need to breathe underwater. They don't have that. Do zombies Maybe need to breathe? Scene. That would be a great scene next week. Like so. dead of, the yeah. dead of night under a pale moon. We get a scene of like millions of zombies marching out of the ocean. It's like, the planet's failed. <laughs> or just the other, other side of the ocean, just some poor village. It's just like all these like resort goers. It cuts to Australia. Like Australia, like three years later, <laughs> they're all like walking. It took them that long to wash over there. Like, <laughs> they look like Ted Danson in Creepshow. <laughs> Jeezy wants to know, Ted, if you saw Rob Zombie's 31, which we know you did, but I'm not sure if he was able to hear your review on that. I reviewed it last week, and it was a big kind of disappointment. So, Sean, was go, this Jeezy. a better episode for you? or uh, I, I've, been, I've been enjoying them. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, it's be- it's probably the best. Well, I say that it's the second season. <laughs> I mean, it's the best season. It's the best run of episodes they've done. You know, like because each each season is really kind of two seasons. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's, it's the four fall finale after Palpatine. It's yeah. the best run of episodes. So, so last week's episode, which you were talking about, was boring. Is that whenever they went to the the gro- the, the gangster grocery store? Yeah, and then there was like a twenty minute straight scene of just Strand and 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 Madison just talking at a bar drunk and and you know like I said I I can deal with that if I find the characters interesting I just my problem with the show is I don't really care about anybody so I'm not that invested in anything they're saying you know if, if Daryl was sitting there talking to to Rick I'd I'd be engaged in what they're talking about <laughs> but I don't care about what Madison and Strand are talking. So I'm sitting here trying to find that guy's name. I'm never gonna see Nick. The pill guy. I'm never gonna see Nick again. You know, you're pretty. Oh, he was on ah, the bad. time we did last night. Alejandro. No, that's yeah. not No, Alejandro. And his last name is Calderon. So his, fir- I can't remember his first name, but his name in real life, his last name is Calderon. And the reason yeah. I remember that is because where Caldera in Spanish means pot. Alejandro is like a same. huge pot. Alejandro. Oh, oh that's an Norma over here with her accent. <laughs> Alejandro. Alejandro. That's my cousin's name. Alejandro. It's Alejandro. 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 Enrique Iglesias. Did you see uh, Norma? Did you see IGN? A video hero. IGN did what? I'm sorry, what? I missed it. They reviewed the new Blair Witch, gave it a 9 out of 10, said it's amazing. I saw that. I saw that. How, I really much, want to how, see much, that. how much money is your buddy getting out of that? Because his name is at the end. Is it just like a, they just put his name on because he made it up? Or, uh, did Maybe he, did he, had, he has some kind of rights. I'm sure he, you know, him and his friend are part, partners on this. But he was, I think he also produced it. Yeah, it said at the end, it said produced by Ed Sanchez and Daniel Meyer. Yeah. So and I saw it when I was leaving the theater. I was like, hey. And it was like the third or fourth credit that came up. It was right at the top. Right at the top. So I know that, you know, it's not per se his his movie in the sense that, you know, like his baby project this time around. But, I, you know, he's had some say to it. You know, they contacted him and said, look, this is what we want to do. You know, this is how we want to go about this. What is your input? He said, I don't give a fuck. Just give me a check. <laughs> yeah, give me a check. <laughs> so Probably not. That's, That's what John Carpenter says. They always ask like John Carpenter, we want to remake The Thing or we want to remake Halloween. He's like, I don't give a flying fuck. Just give me a check. <laughs> oh, my God. But I always – I mean, not always. One thing that I liked from the trailer of Blair Witch was – I'm curious to the scene of when the lady's uh, kind of she, – she's kind of – Digging down, I mean, crawling down through a hole that's in the ground. Yeah, that scene was a, that was a creepy scene. I mean, just imagine that, dude. I mean, you you can't turn around. It's very Don't claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sometimes I have to get in pipe like that and weld and then ease my way back like a little itch one. I feel like a sperm at work. <laughs> little Freeman sperm like, wiggling out. The last, yeah. the last like 20 minutes of the movie are pretty amazing like I said, if, if you're not enjoying the first like hour the, the last big finality is pretty awesome it's like it t- like i've said it takes place in the same house that the first one ended in right. yet the house mm-hmm. seems much bigger and it's, it's it's like it's like a labyrinth of craziness and they uh yeah it's a pretty intense scene and that's so, where that scene of stuck in the hole so ted i'm not speaking about me you know you know our good friend and yeah, our 
good friend Ed Sanchez has been on a couple times. As a matter of fact, that's when we had to call nine one one on Ted. That's true. I never really got. To and I'm not. And I'm not speaking of me. I did get to talk to him about Norma's headlights though once. I was going to say you did talk to him about my headlights. Yeah. It's like, what's that all about? And I said, I have no idea, Ed. I really don't. But not not talking about me at all. We're not talking about me. I'm just once figuratively speak asking if you really didn't like the first one and you thought the end was done is this one good if you hate it the first one you're gonna hate this one and chris saw it as well chris was at the screening i was on so when we get him on we will ask what he thought because i'm very curious like if you saw the movie and you were like man oh my god oh my god oh my god okay they're they're cooking breakfast and then you're like oh my god oh my god oh my god and then they're throwing rocks this one's a lot more intense than that you know you, you didn't see anything in the first one period you see a lot of gore and a lot of things happen in this one in the first one you saw nothing like a lot of teasing you literally, you literally like the, the scariest thing you saw in the first one was a pile of rocks like it's a pile of rocks and that was no no not that this one you have like like the blair witch acts like it's she's like gods or king kong rampaging through the woods in this one like trees are falling over tents are flying into the air I mean, all sorts of madness. Is like, happening. if you were a lot watching of the first shit. one, like, if you were watching the first one, Ted, you're like, why the hell's the guy standing there? I don't, what? It's over. Huh? I love the way the I first one. I got burnt. Well, not me, but I'm just saying. It, yeah. It, you didn't like the first one, eh? No, I'm not talking about me. I, I, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. Comparatively uh, speaking. The first yeah. one had an ending kind of like inside, Matt would know, where it's like, it's sort of this abrupt ending, but there's a lot of, I thought that last scene, there was so much meaning to like the final scene of the Blair Witch. It was like, oh, they, they, that's, Dude, it's just kind of like, whoa. The, the whoa, ending that, inside like, makes so much sense if you like, you read all like the um, the articles, like, People say inside ends abruptly. I don't think so. Norma, have you gotten further in that? I have. This is where I stopped. And I'm going to just say this so I don't like spoil it for anybody else who's playing. You know, when you have to be one of those people and you have to mimic their moves in the rectangle box. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh That's where I'm at. I finally stopped because my my joystick keeps um, sticking or my little pad thing keeps sticking and I was getting annoyed because every time I'm like finally I'd like click and then do something else and I get Z-Z-Z. oh really you couldn't pass I'm not, no, I'm not saying anything but it's you can so get easy pass. and yeah. every time I have it I'm telling you my little joystick thing sticks in okay. so I have to like not touch it and then hope that it just doesn't you know decide to move over or you know just my uh, my reflex bang it bonk it I'm telling you no no it's a hard part God, and then I was getting madder dumb. and madder because I was. This one's dumb. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like the easiest thing. That's like a tutorial stage to test. So, that's like okay. the, that's like the easiest part of the whole game. Yeah, that's okay. like just t- telling how to use the controller. <laughs> Norma Nor- 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 can't press the A button. <laughs> she can't press Here's a challenge: look left. <laughs> that's literally all you do, Norma. You look left. Norma Norma's like Zoolander. He, he can't do left-handed uh, run. No. Norm- <laughs> hey Norma, do we need to get you an NES Advantage controller so you can finish the game? <laughs> Norma, Norma's dumb. Norma, Norma, you're so dumb you could build an igloo. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it takes you ten minutes to cook minute rice. <laughs> How many Normas does it take to screw in a lot though? Four. Four Normas. Get it? <laughs> hey, hey. Hey, I got a joke for you. Why 
does it take four Normas to screw in a light bulb? Because they're so darn stupid. I guess who Norma's voting for? Hillary Crooked Clinton. <laughs> this podcast has become the norm. Hey, hey, hey. Norma's so dumb, she thought Hamburger Helper came with a friend. <laughs> it doesn't? I'm in trouble. Tiger, I'm you better thank them. God for water wings or you wouldn't be here, boy. <laughs> Sorry, getting really annoying. I'm sorry. We love you. Oh, I'm, it's it's all right. It's perfectly fine. Tiger really floating here from Cuba. Norm is never gonna. Am I gonna have to get in that game for like? I, like you mean like you did with Sean? Is there a samurai warrior in there? You need me to kill him. Sean fights for three years and I kill in four seconds. Dude, I'm still I'm still on the board after that. Well, it wasn't that wasn't fair because my character was just fully souped up, maxed out. Where like I was just letting him hit me and I wasn't doing anything because I was. Uh, to hell, man! I kicked him in the face. But I was fully maxed out, so he. I was like, I played the game twice, so I had a level fifty character who could just not even be killed, really. So, guys, yeah, I've, got, I've got some news here. <laughs> What's that? Breaking news, Norma can't get past this scene and inside. Breaking news. So, so I'm sitting here looking at, looking at horror Doc. news, and this is in there. Benicio Del Toro may fight the Predator. Said so they've offered up no further information. It said Benicio Del Toro is in an early talks to star in The Predator. The Predator will reinvent the franchise in what's being described as a unique, interesting way. Filming on the sequel... It's set to begin later for 2018 release. They, they did this with mm. the last one with Adrian Brody. He was like, well, we're going to reinvent the series. Hmm. Hmm. Dead Rising 4. Is that going to be only Xbox only or all systems? It's on, X, it's on Xbox and Windows 10, but I, I, I think it's one of those deals where it can come to PS4, but it has to wait a year. Oh, well, me, me, me. Me, 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 me. I'm t- I'm tired. I am so dead tired. Dead Rising Four is going to be sweet because it's Frank West and he's the best uh, protagonist. Stranger Pugs. I'm sitting here. Uh, I'm getting the news, guys. Okay. Get it. Are we, get is it. Is Chris still coming on the show, or is that a is that still a thing? Um, that's one of us has to ask him because I don't have him on my friends list anymore. I don't know what happened. Let's see if he's online. He's still not online, according to my friends list. So, so all right, let's talk about some serious stuff here. You know, I mean, we're not going to go into details of Fear the Walking Dead. I like it, uh, and you know, we'll do a big wrap up uh, next week. But, but Ted, you are going to be in the same room with Kurt fucking Russell. Oh yeah! Holy so cool. shit, dude! My favorite. You know, anything Kurt Russell, I can watch, dude. Overboard, I can watch it over Overboard. and over and over. Tango <laughs> and Cash, over Captain and over. Captain Ron. And over. Captain yes. Ron, oh my God, over and over. Big and trouble over. in Little China. Over and over and oh, over. Favorite. But Ted, you are going to a movie event with <laughs> Kurt Russell there. It's a every October they do a thing called Beyond Fest, um, and it's like a ten day movie festival where every day they show right. crazy movies. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. yeah. Ted, oh. we can't hear you. <laughs> is that is that LA uh, that LA internet? Linternet? Lanet. Lanet. 
Ted, you're Lynette's out. <laughs> very, Quiet. very quietly. Can you hear me now? It always happens. I don't know what's going on. You're really quiet now, buddy. Yeah, like oh, try jiggling that little thing. thing around. Ted! Hello? Hey, I want to there together. you are. Hey, guys, I do want to apologize. The Redskins are playing tonight, so I'm in Chloe's room holding my MacBook, holding my mic in one hand. So if I'm... the foosball, you jerk? If I'm eating the mic, I am. But but, but if I'm eating the mic, I apologize. And that's a hamster you hear banging. It's not... We're not having... (laughs) not sexing up. Do y'all hear that banging? No, but I know what you were trying to say the moment you said that. That's funny. There's a hamster in Chloe's room, and it's going bam, 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 bam. It sounds like a head. He's riding his little wheel. You know, you know what our hamster's name is? Oh, boy. What? Oreo. She likes Oreo shakes, so she named it Oreo. Oh, they're good. So That's going to be awesome, Ted. Oh, but let me – yeah, it's called Beyond Fest. They do movies every year. Um, it's like a Halloween type of thing. Remember, remember last year I went to the thing and saw Bruce Campbell? Right, right. Uh, that's it's the same event as that. And the year before that, I went and they had Jamie Lee Curtis at Halloween. Well, this year, like I, I'm kind of casual about it, and I know people that are like hardcore, like oh my god, the Beyond Fest schedule comes out next week. And I, you know, I went and checked. Like, Let's go see what's going on. And I scrolled through. It was like Big Trouble, Little China, Kurt Russell in person. What the nice. fuck is this? And um, nice. I jumped on that immediately, and that was of course the first thing to sell out. So I will be in the. I don't know how close I'll be. Like. It's kind of like the balconies are the best seat. He's up front, but last year they wouldn't let us take pictures of Bruce Campbell, so it didn't really matter where you sat. So whatever, we'll see what happens. But yeah, who doesn't love Kurt Russell? Kurt Russell's the man. He is the man. His daughter's hot. Yeah, Kate Hudson. Holy yeah, shit! Yeah, yeah. Kate Hudson is beautiful. Not his real daughter, but she considers she considers him her father. Yes, because her real father's a, yeah. a, dead, a deadbeat. They were raised as nudists. Also, they were all naked all the time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's for real. I was watching some behind the scenes thing, and I can see Golden. She was somebody, She right? was raised as a hippie, and and there was a lot of nudity in the house because they were raised to appreciate the body. So Kurt Russell's just walking around naked. Like, yeah, with the Russell, the Russell later down. He's got a he's got a giant that giant Kurt Russell mustache is on his wiener. Well then, mullet. He's yeah. He's the only dude that can rock a mullet, and it's all right. Yeah, yeah. He still does. Why it hurt, man? There's, there's no one cooler than Kurt Russell. Hey, I agree I'm, with it. I love Kurt Russell. I'm surprised he hasn't been in the Expendables movies. They're apparently doing a fourth one. They got to get him and Carl Weathers. It's like those are the those. Are, you know, Steven's a goal, some say, but fuck him. But it's like I don't know why he like Stallone has got like a good relationship with both of them. He did movies with them. It's like they're like the only two missing pieces of the Expendables. Are they time traveling for the next one? There is a rumor that uh, they are going to go off the rails in the next one, which mm. I welcome, and they're going to be battling too. monsters and shit in Expendables 4 because they've kind of just run the whole thing they've done. The third one was didn't do that great. Right, right. So they're going to just sort of mix it up and say, you know, this is fucking go crazy. It's like a Predator thing. They should, though. That's the, that's the whole concept is it's just this crazy idea of getting See, a bunch of old guys used to be action stars. I would have yeah. done it immediately, though. They did three that's movies that were grounded in reality. I would have done the first one... And then the second one, I would have already had the monsters show up. Because they've kind of now established that it's this sort of set-in-reality thing. So now when monsters show up, it's a little like, what the fuck? Right, they should have right. gone monsters, like, in the second one. And then the third one, they go through a... This is where the Kurt Russell shows up. They go through a Stargate, and they find Kurt Russell. What about Breakdown Kurt Russell? You better pray. She's alive. Was Kurt on the phone? Kurt! 
Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. It's me, Kurt Russell. What's going on? <laughs> Doing my John Wayne impersonation. <laughs> it's very good. Um, very good, Mr. Russell. Anybody here is going to try to stop me from doing that. Going to be eating a bullet. That, that's a good movie. I, love I that had movie. to, and I'm not saying this to kind of shoehorn right you in, but when I was doing uh, the voice for the video game that I'm going to start, but they said watch Roadhouse because the the character is Kurt Russell, so we need you to do like a zombie Kurt Russell. So oh, that's, 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 that's Patrick, Patrick oh. Swayze. Oh, okay. Well then, fuck me. Sorry. <laughs> or are they talking about Sam like, Elliott? In that case. No, it was Roadhouse. I, I got my guys mixed up. 80s icons? Yeah, I'm sorry. It happened. It happened. Uh, that's another good one. Pat, Patrick Swayze didn't do a voice, though, but Kurt Russell. Uh, this is a Stacey Dahmer goo. Whatever name was. What, what's the coolest movie Kurt Russell was ever in? For me, Tombstone. Yeah, I like R.I.P.D. Wasn't he in that? No. Was he in R.I.P.D.? No, nice. no, that was, that was Jeff Bridges. I, I'm good. definitely not a Kurt Russell fan, I guess. Uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. Big That's Trouble in China. Escape from, New, Escape from New York. Oh, Snake Plissken. Yeah. Yeah. My brother is a huge Captain Ron fan. Captain Ron. Overboard, Overboard was another one of my my brother's Yeah, I, I love Everboard. Yeah, I love Meryl Streep? No, that was... No, that's with Goldie, Goldie Hawn. Uh, there's, uh, there's uh, of course, Hateful Eight. There's, oh, don't forget about the Bone Tomahawk. I don't think I can watch that movie after the scene you described. That, 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 I watched it. That was a really good movie. With the scalping? Yeah. Oh, I, I, I made me watch that. Guys. That was awful. Yeah. That was awful. It, it's a pretty tame movie. Then out of nowhere, like the most violent scene in movie history happens. Look, I've been watching Narcos, and that looks like a piece of cake compared to what, what that scene is all about. And they're pretty brutal in, in that show. Yeah. Hey, guess what? What? Uh, they're making, remaking the Toxic Avenger. I heard. What the fuck? Oh. They're not going to be able wanna... to do that. Like, if it's, it's in a real movie that's going to be in theaters, like a big release. Ah, uh, blah, 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 per the site. More grounded and mainstream. Oh, that's not the point, though. Fuck off. You can't ground that. It's called the Toxic Avenger. It's so <laughs> stupid. But the original <laughs> script is being rewritten by Mike Arnold and Chris Poole, who are known for their work on the FX animated series Archer. Oh, uh, well. But, uh, I, I, I just think it's going to be like a... Here's an what? idea. Why don't they make a, a Toxic Adventure movie and then do a cinematic universe of that so that will lead up to the Toxic Crusaders? There you go. I forgot they had a Toxic Adventure cartoon. That movie, as, a, as an example of in the 80s when they would get like horrible R-rated movies Perfection. and make them into children's cartoons like they did with Rambo, they had a Toxic Avenger children's cartoon, and Toxic Avenger is one of the most violent, disturbing movies of all time. <laughs> I mean, you, who, who has seen Toxic Avenger? Raise your hand. Me. I have. I'm sure I have somewhere. I don't remember it, though. Yeah, you so know what? Uh, I probably, if I saw it, the, I just... The bicycle kid scene is one of the most horrific scenes in cinematic history. Special effects guy, man. I'm friends with him. Like, for real. You know Who's the guy he? that... Yeah, he, did, he he he's the guy. He he done uh, Happiness of Slavery. Uh, he directed for Nine Inch Nails, oh, but, it, but he done uh, Redneck Zombies and then the special effects for the Toxic Avenger, which I I need to try to get him on. How do you know him? Through uh, Knuckleball Cast. Uh, oh. We had we had him on uh, back when me and JW done the show, and I was a fan of Redneck Zombies, 
So I had him on, and then come to find out he had done all this other stuff and uh, was actually there uh, doing special effects for Toxic Avenger. Right on. He did right a on. hell of a job because that Bicycle Kid scene screwed me up in the head for like two weeks when I was a kid. <laughs> yeah, I think you've told us that before. Yeah, it's on YouTube. You can go watch it. Yeah, we watched it. I think you sent us the link that time. Oh. It's run that little kid's head over with the car, and it splatters like a melon. Yeah. Oh, yes, that's right. Dude, hit the kid on a bicycle, five, 50 points, and they run him over. It's like, he's still alive. You don't get your Jesus. point. So they back over his head. Jesus. Then they get out there taking Polaroids of it. Like, <laughs> and it looks like the Negan pictures Glenn found. Ugh. So The Conjuring 2, Ted, was that good? Have you seen it yet? I have not seen it yet. Yeah. I have, I'm have. i going to watch that. I'm also going to watch uh, The Neighbor, starring the lovely Alex Esso, mm-hmm. uh, who will be on next week, I guess, maybe, depending on what depending on what happens with Chris here. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then also we got uh, some Z Nation people coming on. Maybe yeah. next week, maybe the week after. Because this Friday is the premiere of season three of Z Nation. Oh, that's right. I got to catch yes. up on season two. I Which, started it, but uh, forgot to watch it after a while. To do that. Um, so I wanted to say real quick, <clears throat> I think we've all seen, we've been tagged on Facebook on a, um, a trailer for this. It's for this movie. It's called uh, Trace to Busan. I don't know if I'm saying it correct. But it's like, um, it's here's a little quick synopsis. While a zombie virus breaks out in South Korea, a couple of passengers struggle to survive on the train from Seoul to Busan. Did I say that right? Sorry, you say that. Seoul? Anyways. I think you said it. It was great, Norma. Well, straight, thank you. Thank you very much. Straight 8, who's in our chat, actually, who's no longer in our chat, but hopefully is still listening and just got booted out and didn't realize this. He actually sent me a message that I was going to watch this, and I had to stop and ask him, like, what movie is that? But then I kind of remembered the... Watching the trailer and it actually looked pretty amazing. He's like, he said that it's the best zombie he, movie he has ever seen. He said this zombie movie is number one on his list. He's like, he didn't think he cried that much watching any other zombie movie. The character development is Romero style and the zombies are on another level. 28 days World War Z, but with weird body movements. This movie is a must watch. And bonus, the lead guy, are you ready? You ready for my bonus? This is my bonus. Mm, mm. Bonus. The lead guy looks just like Glenn. <laughs> oh, there you go. Four after the baseball bat hit him in the face. <laughs> when is that oh. uh, premiere, by the way? October twenty third. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It's like a Sorry, week Norma. later than it normally is. Did you guys see? You know what? why? Later, they got all that fear in. <laughs> Jamming the fear. So, did you guys see see the the thing from Entertainment Weekly with Greg Nicotero? No. No. What was that? Well, I sent it to you guys to read. I don't click on anything you send me. It's, what? I, I won't be fooled again. It, what, what, it was a paragraph, and we all talked about it forever. Yeah. Great Nick Tarot. Great Nick Tarot told Entertainment Weekly that they have gone through extreme links to protect the deaths, plural, of the opening thing. Oh, yeah. Okay, I did read this. That's why I put all those S's that. Remember, I kept putting those S's, Matt or Ted, and you're like, what the fuck are you doing? I was joking because he, he talks about the deaths, plural, in uh, okay. in the season finale. I mean, the season opener. So from wh- from <laughs> so what we've had, that, we've had that theory that what if he kills two people? He goes, yeah. like, for good measure, since you killed so so <laughs> many of my men, I'm gonna kill someone else. So 
Could so be that's too. A- yeah, I'm really ready for it. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm, I'm glad. I, I'm actually, now that we're getting down to it, I'm, gl- I'm glad they left a cliffhanger because it's making me more excited to see it. Like, if they had just killed him, I'd have been – yeah, I do think there'd been, like, a little emotional detachment where it'd be like, well, let's just see what happened. But now it's like, oh, oh man, oh, man, here it comes. You know, it's sort of a – there's excitement about it that would not be there otherwise. Right, right. But I'm excited. Are you, are, are you glad now, Matt? Matt is uh, a little – Busy right now. Check your little Skype chat. Um, I'm staying. So Jed of Light says that the best uh, Kurt movie is and will be Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Uh, I didn't realize he was going to be in that. Did you guys plays, know that? He plays uh, Starkiller's dad. Starkiller, Star-Lord's dad. Oh. Yeah. And it's see. actually James Gunn who is moderating the Kurt Russell thing I'm going to do. So who's the director of Guardians of the Galaxy. See, there you go. You might actually see also, maybe, maybe not, Chris Pratt. Uh, that's doubtful. But I, I, I do have my, uh, my amazing James Gunn story that I think I've told on the show before. Tell it again. Uh, oh, I was at a Christmas party at a dude's house. Uh, there was a guy named Chris Gore who used to be on DV Doosday on uh, Attack of the Show. He invited me to his Christmas party. And I went to the party. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I, I watched the tech of the show every day. I know you're yeah, talking about. He had an Xbox One, like, projected up on his wall, like, huge, like, image up on his wall. And I'm just sitting there on the couch, and he, he actually said to me, he's like, you're really good at playing video games, right? And I said, yeah. And he said, would you mind sitting on the couch and just playing video games so that when people walk into my party, it looks cool? That's and I was like, awesome. And I was like, okay. So I sat there and was, like, just playing playing video games. And then suddenly I look over and James Gunn, is sitting on the couch like two two seats down from me sitting there and it's like holy shit that's fucking James Gunn and then um Chris Gore says Ted yes James Gunn I was like yeah and he says well, there's this game I have called Loco Cycle and James Gunn is in Loco Cycle he actually is in all the cutscenes he acts in it and I said yeah and he says he wa- he's never seen the game he wants to see his his he wants to see the game so uh, I'm going to put on Loco Cycle will you play the game for James Gunn so he can see the game he's in and I was like Okay, so I sat there for no joke, like forty-five minutes playing this game with James Gunn sitting next to me, watching me play it. That is cool. that's awesome. And he wanted to see himself, and he was in all the cutscenes. That is cool. How do you do this, Ted? You also went to buy a Star Wars toy and ran into a Star Wars guy. Yeah, I ran into Star. I ran into, uh, yeah, Sam Witwer, who plays Star Killer in the game, and he's in Tales of Halloween. He's in um, he's in a bunch of stuff. He's the voice of Darth Maul and the Emperor on the Clone Wars and Rebel shows. Nice. Um, he's a pretty big deal. He was in the mist. Um, and yeah, he was just, he was in line at midnight getting Star Wars toys like anybody else. And that's he, how you met Seth Green too, or Seth, Seth Green too. I didn't get to meet Seth Green, but he, he was in the line as well. He was running around like a little, he was stoned out of his mind or something. But, um, <laughs> he can't, that kid, that kid, he's like 45. That dude is like Fine. as little as you would think he is. And you also, Ted, went to a party and Elijah Wood was DJing. Yeah, I went to a I went to, it's a, crazy, a, man. Went to an American Werewolf in London screening on uh, around Halloween, That's and crazy. Elijah Wood was the DJ, and I uh, I just uh, yeah I went up there and I just stood there. He's like he's like yeah, it's like can I get your picture? And he was like he stopped DJing and gave a thumbs up and let me take his picture. That is so cool. All right, so, boys, yeah, I, 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 I gotta go. Summer. I will talk to you all later. Have a good night. Have a great rest of the show. Dono, what the fuck? Goodbye, Norma. Bye, everybody. Guys, Norma's got diarrhea. Uh, I hate to spill the beans.
No so pun she's intended. About she's, she's about to spill the beans, but, uh, man, that was fast. I guess uh, she got to go. You got to go. And then I, uh, over the week, and I went to the, they had a Tales of Halloween um, screening. They put out like a thousand edition. I, I didn't get one because it was crazy expensive, and I'm not really into, you know, I don't buy many Blu-rays anymore, but they had like a thousand prints of this four-disc Tales of Halloween release. And I went to the uh, signing just to just to tag along with my friend because he was getting one, and all the stars were there. And yeah, and like I didn't think she'd be there, but our 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 favorite guest ever, the lovely Alex Esso, was sitting yeah. there signing. She was not on the list of people that was going to be there, and she was just sitting there signing. And yeah, and she uh she to- I mean, I didn't have to say who I was. Like I was there in line. She's like, hey, like totally knew me. So we talked a bit, and she was, wants to come back on the show to talk about her new movie, The Neighbor. So she will be back on very soon. I'm back. Oh, Matto. Hey, it yes. took that short of time to do what you were doing? Really? I thought I was in there. I thought I was doing what I was doing for a long time. I felt guilty. Oh, there. you were using a euphemism. Yeah. Oh, I thought you literally were going to do what you. <laughs> for real? <laughs> in my mind, I thought like you were getting in your car and put, putting some kids in the car and taking them. <laughs> you thought I was dropping off my son at 830 at night to a pool. I, I don't know, man. I, I thought, like, that's why I was like, wow, you're back that quick. You're so cute. You. I, I know. I'm adorable. <laughs> How, how's the stomach, Matt? Feeling better? It's not, it's not feeling that good, guys. Norm, I had to run too. Norm was like, oh, guys, got to go. Bye. So it's maybe, weird. Maybe you're, maybe you're in labor, Matt. <gasps> I'm feeling sympathy labors. Maybe your wife uh, did some voodoo voodoo, uh, voodoo treachery on you, and she transferred, like, in Beatsmaster. Are, like, twins? Yeah. Like, I'm Arnold Schwarzenegger now? But you know what, Matt? You're the only guy that that's ever used the shit emoji, man, for uh, having having to go shit, man. Yeah, man, I use it all the time. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> we just got the smiley face poop, man. So I, I get it, I get it, I get it. Yeah, well, it was running too because I got the runs. So it was Wait, a running poop. It's trending because Norma done the same thing. <laughs> Norma's poops are like a poop and like a little flower because it smells yeah. like roses. I bet they smell like cinnamon. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing that's, no that's Chris tonight. About. What, Norm, Norm he hasn't, really he hasn't come online, us. so I don't know. Do we know his text uh, number or smoke signal number? I got his. I can text him. Tell me to get his ass in gear, or else we're uh, going on gonna about. Going to probably end the show early because <laughs> there's not much to talk about. Well, I had some. Uh, oh yeah, the toxic. There's event. nothing to talk about. No, I do want to watch. Uh, you know what? I've been watching. Uh, it's called Invoked or Invoke. I don't know, but it's on Netflix. And I always love coming across just, like, random found footage horror movies because I never not like them, even though they're the exact same thing every single time. But this one is about, uh, I think it's, like, five Irish kind of 20-somethings who go to an island with a, an old hotel that they kind of, like, um, stay in. And they do a weird voodoo thing, of course, and uh, crazy stuff starts happening. But it actually, it's actually pretty decent. It's set up a lot like a paranormal activity where they got security cameras in each of the rooms and it kind of cycles through them that's what they did in the second the second one had all the security cameras and shit well isn't every paranormal activity has that device doesn't it where it's always like well, they usually use a ca- handheld camera paranormal activity 2 is the one where they literally had set up security cameras throughout the house you know they usually just are all uh, holding a camera that one they there was no camera holding they just had security cameras in every room yeah, but the first one they had security cameras too because you saw like outside the door, you saw in the room. Like the, he set up cameras no, all through the house. No, the first one he just had one camera. He would set it up at the end of the bed at night 
Um, mm-hmm. There was just one camera, but the second mm-hmm. one, they had like a billion cameras. And then the third one they used, the third one was in the 80s, so they just had like one or two cameras. And then the fourth one's when they got into like all the webcam madness. Bulldunk, yeah. They, the fourth one's the one where they used a fucking Xbox Connect. In a, I don't, like, that was a cool was scene, the, though, with the, the dots. I thought that was that kind of That shit does not do that. That's a fucking lie. That's an advertising lie. But that's how that works, though, isn't it? It just, like, it beams out, like, thousands of different... I have a connect. I'm going to turn off all... I, I've had all the lights off. Yeah. You know, there's no there's no infrared lasers going all over my apartment like a disco. Yeah. That thing was bullshit. You're bullshit. Hey, You're Ghost bullshit! <laughs> Ghost Rider's coming to Marvel's Agent of Field. Do you guys watch that show? Probably not. Marvel's Agent uh, I haven't ever... I, I've heard Chip talk about it in Eli, but I've never watched it myself. It's decent, but I mean, Sean, you're not too much into the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe, are you? No, we just see the the blockbuster movies, but that's about it. Yeah, Shields is isn't bad. I mean, it it would probably benefit from being like a twelve episode season instead of a twenty two, but it's pretty decent. It's one of the few kind of like mainstream cable shows that I watch because I'm a hipster and I only watch Netflix. The new, uh, the new um, Kiefer Sutherland show, just because it's Kiefer Sutherland, and he's Which one's awesome. that? I can't remember what it's called. It starts in like a week, and it's where he has to become president. He's like some Joe. <laughs> it's some weird thing where he's like Joe Schmo, and he has to become like I, it's something like, about all, that? like like all of Congress gets blown up. Like every, the entire line of who will be president okay. gets blown up. So then they basically say. So we went down the line, and you're like the janitor at the White House, so you're now president. It's some, and it's like a dead serious show. Hmm. It's not like a spoof or anything like that. Eh? No, it's but it's like I think literally, like how how far does the lineage of who becomes president go? Like ten deep or so. Well, apparently, but, according to King Ralph, it goes pretty far. And so stretch. I think they, I think they literally are like, look, the <laughs> president, the vice president, the speaker of the house, the secretary of state, the defense secretary, everybody was blown up. So. Uh, we looked up in the sacred the sacred scroll, and it says that the uh, the gardener, the White House gardener, is the, well, is the president. In, in Battlestar Galactica, uh, the new series, well, the new quote unquote, uh, it was like the Ministry of Education that became the president because she was like the last one in the line. So I guess there is kind of a hierarchy. Yeah, and it's, it, and luckily it just so happens that Kiefer fucking Sutherland is like the janitor, and they make him president. Jack Bauer is the. Uh, and this is like for real, like it's not. Uh, yeah, I'll find the trailer later. And I and, I, and, J- and Kiefer Sutherland has a problem where I can't see him as anything but Jack Bauer anymore because he doesn't act like anything. I, I love Kiefer Sutherland. He's like my man. He's my man crush. But yeah. his, his his acting style is I'm Kiefer Sutherland. I'm gonna look intensely. Oh, at yeah. you. I'm always breathing <laughs> heavy. Okay, <laughs> I will take over the role. He has glasses on in this one, which makes him a nerd. He has these actually wearing glasses, but you're like he could still like jujitsu you in the throat. They're gonna. They're gonna break like first episode, I guarantee. You know what show I'm Yeah. Oh no, I'm I'm gonna tell you the story. There's something I wasn't always the White House janitor. I used to be a super secret agent that worked for a company called the Counter Terrorist Unit. (laughs) What? I was secretly twenty four season nine. (laughs) I went into hiding four years ago in the timeline of twenty four. I should be hundred and seventeen years old. But I (laughs) but I never aged. There's been there's been thirteen presidents. In, in in eight seasons of the show, it makes no fucking sense. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> there has been no, no twenty four. I'm I'm like the biggest twenty four fan in the world. And Derek and I have had conversations. Twenty four. The timeline of twenty four is like fifteen years because yeah. you you can figure it out. There's like you know there's a year between season one and two. Then there's three years between this. It's fifteen years. They have had 
11 U.S. presidents <laughs> in 15 years of That's time. Awesome. And there's, and it's not just that they do them. There's actually a reason because it's like, oh, well, then there, that guy was president and he got blown up. And then that guy became president. He was arrested for war crimes. Then that guy became president yeah. and, he, and Air Force One got shot down and he died. So then that, so I'm like, what must the fucking like, the American and world like uh, uh, confidence in the office of U.S. president be like in the 24 world where it's like I've got 11 presidents in 15 years because they all keep getting blown up and, and keep dying. And, <laughs> I and, thought – Who wants to be president? Exactly. Yeah. I thought it was even more problematic for the show where like in the first two episodes, a nuclear bomb would go off in downtown. Yeah. And for the rest of the show, which is taking place in one day, people are like, I'm just going to go about my job. Yeah, if a nuclear anywhere in the world, it would be mad, it would be anarchy for like for a, a week, you know. So it's like yeah. in season six, a nuke literally went off like near Los Angeles, where they saw the mushroom cloud, and yeah, yeah. And then like and two episodes good. later, people are like in shopping mall. Everyone's just talking normally. And a nuke went off in season two as well because they had it on a plane, and George Mason crashed it into a can- into the Grand Canyon or something oh, because the the walls of the canyon they said would would seal off the the radiation. That's right. Yeah. So there's been two nuclear bombs have gone off on 24. I love Mason. George Mason. Man. And then last se- the last season is the one where the president walked out in the middle of the fo- base in the middle of the, the the baseball field or the football field, and they they sh- blew him up with a drone. The president. Oh. I don't think I saw the last one. I didn't finish it, the last one. It got a little weird with Chloe being like an edgy hacker. Well, what happened was they I said daughter. They did this yeah. speech. Remember in Speed where they tricked Dennis Hopper by looping the camera feed so he doesn't he does not realize that everybody's gotten off the bus because they've looped the feed. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they, yeah. They trick him. They do that on Twenty Four where they're like. We, we, we want to kill the president and we'll end this. So you were to send the president out into the, out here and just let him go out there. So they send the president out by himself out to the middle of this football field in the middle of the night. And then suddenly like a drone strike hits him and just blows him to smithereens. And the, <laughs> and the twist you find out is the bad guys think they killed him, but Jack Bauer is so fucking clever. He actually somehow looped video to where the president walked out there. And then he ran back off the field, but they kept looping the tape of him standing out there on the field. And that's yeah. they sent the feed, so the bad guys thought they'd blown him up, and they didn't. And then and then Jack Bauer is such a badass, he went to where the bad guys were, and he the bad guys were a mother and her son. He throws the son out the window in front of the mother, like the sixth <laughs> floor, makes her watch her son die. Then he Jesus. beats the shit out of this old lady, and he grabs her by the back of the head and says – this is just to let you know that the last thing you ever did was a big fucking failure. And he does the tape and shows her that he tricked her with the with the loop tape looping. He's like, yeah, I fucking fooled your ass. What do you think about that, idiot? And then he grabs this old lady, handcuffs her, and then yeah. throws her ass out the window as well. And wow. It's like it was the greatest Jack Bauer kill ever. Well, no, wait a minute. In the second season, he, like, beheaded a gangster and then brought the head to CTU. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then, like, he throws this old lady. He's, he's like, he's like, yeah. look, you fucking piece of shit. The last thing you ever see is me foiling your plan. Look, I fucking got you. Now you're going to the goddamn window. <laughs> and then he walks outside, and their body. He's, he goes to get in his car, and you just see their two bodies just splattered on the sidewalk. Oh, Jack but but uh, the, the second season was the one, yeah, where he has to get in good with these uh, thugs. Like, we need someone to go and talk to these thugs, and they say. 
is don't we have some witness and protection that's going to testify against them? And they go, well, yeah, we do. It says, uh, we'll bring him in. I want to talk to him. <laughs> and Jack Bauer just shoots, the second the guy walks in, Bauer just shoots him in the chest and then gets a hacksaw and starts cutting his head off. And they're like, are you out of your fucking mind? What are you doing? And, this is and, a little orthodox. Yeah, and like, no one arrests Jack Bauer. And then he takes, how he gets in good with the thugs is he knocks on their door and they're like, who the fuck are you? And he says, I got a gift for it. And he dumps the guy's head out. It says, I killed that witness who was going to testify. So then they all let Jack Bauer hang out with him. And then, of course, it's like two episodes later that Jack Bauer just shoots all of them and kills them all. <laughs> so Jack Bauer was so fucking great. He, got, he got results, though. He got Another one. Of the great, I'll stop talking about Jack Bauer's in the very first episode. <laughs> the very first season when you knew he was a badass, there was a guy who had a heart condition and Jack Bauer was interrogating him. Jack Bauer gets a towel and he rolls it up and, and he, dip, he, he he puts water all over it and he mm. starts shoving it in the guy's mouth and he says, tell me what I want to know or guess what I'm going to do? And they go, what? He says, I wet this towel, I'm going to shove it down your throat and then yank it back out and it's going to rip all your entrails out your mouth. I remember that, yeah. He actually says that to the guy and the guy starts talking and then when the guy doesn't tell him exactly what he wants to know, Jack Bauer does this like five-finger palm technique he like pops the guy in the chest and induces a heart attack and kills him Shit. the guy had said he had a heart condition jeffrey goes Buddha! and the guy and he causes the guy to die of a heart attack it's like well, good he, god he disobeyed the first rule of jack bauer don't tell jack bauer your uh, weaknesses man that's that's like number one anybody that's never watched 24 that's like the most batshit crazy great show ever the hottest daughter ever yeah, yeah what's her nuts mcgee hey i got a i got a cool article i want to talk about all right. I, th- I think we've all seen this movie, The Thing, which is one of my favorite movies. Yeah, Kurt Russell. Kurt yeah. Russell. Yeah, there you go, Kurt Russell. We were talking about Kurt Russell. So that's my that's probably my favorite Kurt Russell movie. So apparently they, they someone spoke to the cine- cinematographer Dean Cundy. Um oh. and he said there's a there's a trick that they used during the the movie to identify who was infected by the thing and who wasn't. And I guess the trick was that the cinematography what they did was they'd add a glint to the eye of humans. And if, if a person was the thing, whenever you'd see their eyes on the screen, they'd look dark and shadowy. And there's like so a there's very a visual way to look and tell who's infected. Yeah. So if you go back through the movie, especially at the end scene with uh, McCready and uh, what's the last guy's name? Eve Childs. Childs, whatever. Uh, so McCready's eyes are they have the glint. So he's human and Childs appears to be, you know, dark and dead. I thought that so was wait, cool. So yeah. is Kurt Russell the one who lives? That's what the the theory is saying, according to hmm. the the guy who worked on the film. It's been a while John, since I've John, seen that movie. John yeah. Carpenter has said that, that that at the end, you know, the end it has it has kind of an abrupt inside uh, Blair Witch ending. That you know, yeah. but uh, he had said there is a thing at the end where you know one of them is infected, and there's a way to tell, and they're both just sitting there looking at each other out in the snow, and it's kind of like, well, so maybe yeah. That's it. I think that's it. Well, this that, that's what he said was the uh, his quote is you'll notice there's always an there's always an eye light. We call it a little gleam in the eye of the actor. It gives life. But there is no light on Palmer. Let's make it look as subtle like he's different and the audience won't know until later. So he has dead eyes. So Yeah. Hmm. It's something they were actually doing. That's interesting. That's I need to see that movie. It's been a long time. Yeah, I've only seen it like once or twice. I true. love that movie. It's terrible. The I was visual so, effects in that movie are just fantastic. I was so terrified of huskies whenever I was a kid because of that movie. Because it turned into a spider weird ass. Yeah, and their creature. face. Yeah, remember when their faces were opening? Oh, uh, remember the part? The scientist's face that like 
his head like detaches itself from the body and it becomes like spider legs and it crawls. Yeah, and it, the, the head's like upside down and it's walking. Oh, that's fucked up. Yeah, that looks that looks cheesy as shit. But I'll take that over a crappy, ridiculous looking CGI anything. Yeah, it, 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 you're right, Matt. From from what I remember, it looked really good. I think it still holds up. I saw it uh, a couple years back, and yeah, it's it's cheesy. You can tell special effects, but it's still like. Cool. Yeah, it still impacts you more than seeing a CGI scene. That would yeah. be the same thing. And that's what I said, like, with Blair Witch I was talking last week. You know, there is a thing where you, as I said on the show, you do get a glimpse of the Blair Witch. And I was sitting there thinking, oh, God, don't be some big, stupid-looking CGI, like, you know, Rawr! like with the mouth stretching open and all that right. bullshit. And it yeah. didn't. It looked, it looked like a practical, like, it, it looked like a like the alien monster. Like, they, they had oh, some... Cool. Dude in a crazy weird rubber suit, like going booga booga booga. In it, you know it. It they did a good job. Booga booga. We need to start reviewing some of them old movies. I think it would be fun, like the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd definitely do that thing again. If there's a way to record us all watching a movie at the same time, I think that would be fun to do. Yeah, yeah, that would be fun. Mystery Science Theater Zcast style. Yeah. That would be good. The thing is actually a remake of the original. Shut up. Sorry, what? The old black and white one. (laughs) Did I say that out loud? (laughs) Fuck. Uh, There's an old black and white thing? Really? Yeah, and and Matt, in the original Halloween, also directed by John Carpenter, uh, that's the movie all the kids are watching when Jamie Lee Curtis is babysitting. They're watching the original thing. Little trivia for you there. Wow, that blows my mind. So, okay. I wonder yeah. if the original thing from Black and White. Thanks, Tiger. I, I take it back. My uh, shut up. But what is the original thing called? Is it called the thing, or is it the thing from it's another world? The thing the... from another world. Okay. Oh, you actually didn't know there was a, another thing. I didn't. No. Oh, I thought they, I thought you were just like, being sarcastic. No, there, it's a remake. Yeah. Yeah. But no one remembers because the John Carpenter one was so superior that no one remembers that it was a remake. And there was also yeah. that sequel with a uh, hottie McHot pants. What's her name? Mary. Mary. Uh. Mary Elizabeth Winstead. I know they like rebooted, made another thing, like the sequel. And it was, was a prequel different. about the, the, you remember the place in the beginning, the dog? Oh, show? yeah, that's right. That's right. It's yeah. about the group that was at the place where the dog was that started the whole thing. So it's a prequel, takes place before. And they were going to use practical effects to make it like the Kurt Russell one. And then they, they filmed it and everything. Then they got in the editing room and were like, oh, this is stupid. Throw the CGI bullshit in. That's and too bad. Because I think what makes it is the practical effects. I mean, it's a cool story to begin with, but yeah, what's well, like American yeah. World of London sort of where they use all this practical like wolf transformation effects where you have that. Dude, that, that look good. The Howling still looks good today. But today yeah. you would look at like like the Benicio del Toro movie where they would they just do this like stupid like CGI Benicio del Toro morphs into a stupid CGI werewolf, and I don't understand why anyone thinks that looks better. Than what they did in American Werewolf in London, where they're or, the you know, howling, the howling, the kitchen scene. One of the greatest werewolf transformations ever is Monster Squad in the phone booth. Have you seen that scene? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, it's just like three quick pans where they're they're panning around the, the phone book, the phone booth, and they'll have like a telephone pole in the foreground that wipes across the screen. And every time it goes past a wipe, he's a little more transformed. So it's clearly they just you know got him and filmed him, and they put more makeup on, filmed him. It's so much creepier and effective to me. You know, he's like, he's going to kill your son and all the slivish shit. 
I've yeah. not seen American Werewolf in London since I saw it in a drive-in when I was like five years old. Isn't there a lion in that movie? American Werewolf in London is where I saw – that's the event Elijah Wood was DJing. It was an American Werewolf in London event. But, but wasn't there a lion in that movie on an escalator or something? No, that, I, I don't, I don't remember nothing about That was the wolf. There was an escalator scene, but that was he, – he turned into a full-blown wolf monster that was on all fours. Cause, I mean that, I remember the dude's hand, the infamous scene where his hand's stretching. But yeah. that, I, I literally have not seen American Werewolf in London since I saw it as a kid at the drive-in theater. Well, you know they made a sequel. The Howling, I was always a fan of the Howling. You know, they, if, did, they did American Werewolf in Paris, which was a big CGI piece of shit fest. That looked like a cartoon. I mean, they yeah. did. It's a sequel. And it, I mean, it's mind-boggling when you watch it. How bad they did it? What about in Spaceballs when, when the thing comes out of the chest? <laughs> Tommy, Tommy Chong. Hello, my baby. Hello, Tommy Chong's like, oh, man. <laughs> Hello, my ragtime. Yeah. You know, that's, that's Tommy that's Chong. That's no, that was, the, guy, uh, the guy that had the thing on his chest was uh, – No, no, he was sitting at the bar. Tommy Chong oh, was sitting oh. there. Okay. But I said the guy that had the thing on his chest was the same um, dude from the actual alien. It was John Hurt. Oh, cool. Right, the right. It's the same exact guy. That's when he said, oh, no, not again. <laughs> Who was that guy that, that tried to get in an interview with us? And we never responded. William Hurt? Not William. William Hurt's like a huge. No, you know, no, it was William Hurt. We turned out William Hurt? What the fuck? They, not William Hurt. They, they emailed us about William Hurt, and I told you guys it was for Beowulf. Some Beowulf movie. William Hurt is the dude who's in, like, The Village, and he's, like, an Academy Award-winning A-list yeah. actor. I'm sure yeah. it's not William Hurt. It, it, we wouldn't have turned down William Hurt. It was William Look Hurt. at this. Look at this werewolf transformation I just linked to you, by the way. From Beowulf. Like the CGI Beowulf? Yep. That was, like, years ago. Well, they were doing something with it, and they, they wanted to know who did uh, Five Minutes with William Hurt. Okay. Let me see. I'll, I'll try to find it. But that's who it was because I was like, man, yeah, I can, yeah, he, he won an Academy Award, I think. Weird. You know, it's also a creepier werewolf transformation, uh, Teen Wolf. So scary, it made me run out of the theater when I was five. Hmm. I can hear the hamster banging in the background now. Can you? <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe that's a good sign to end the show that the hamster's getting all. Yeah, I messaged, I messaged Chris and he hasn't written back, so I don't know. Well, we'll get him on soon. I, yeah, I like to get Miranda on also. I still, I still. Uh, uh, Miranda's not with them anymore. I thought, I thought I told you that. That's why Chris said he told me he's oh. like, y'all haven't had me on the show in a while because Miranda's not around. And I was like, I know. Well, I still talk to Miranda all the time, but she's not with uh, Sinful Celluloid anymore. But um, right. but so we can, we'll get him back on another time, and then we'll get the. This might be uh, my last show for a little while, though, for like a month or so, guys. That's right. Got a baby oh, really? come. Got, yeah. got a yeah. baby, baby, baby you, come. Well. The show until the baby comes, and then just whatever week it comes is when you're not gonna you're gonna stop. So, yeah, I, 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 I don't know. It could be late, and I just don't want to be sitting here not doing the show. But so did you take Lamar's classes? Ah, we did that the first time around. I I'll did it both times. Hut, 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 hut. They're like what, whatever's got you. Three letters and UT is the end. That's a good word for uh, for her to say. Hut, hut. Well, I'm just gonna bring my PSV and play it hut. in the corner. Cut, 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 cut. Yeah, sluts. Sluts. yep. 
But, uh, but guys, let's get to the wrap up show. Uh, you can find Norma, uh, at Norma, Normie Late, at Normie, N-O-R-M-I-477 on Twitter. Normie Late on Facebook. Tadakan, where can people find you? Tadakan on every, every freaking thing. And, uh, Forza Horizon 3 demos out, Sean. Oh, you should download it. Not, I mean, dude, I, I gotta get a new Xbox. Oh, you're actually, you still have a broken Xbox. You should go get that Xbox One S. They have like crazy deals. I need to. I, I really do. You can get it for like two fifty with a gift card and a free game. Talk to talk to uh talk to our automated deal service, Sub Z. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, I can tell Sub Z I need a new car, and he'll be like, bow, 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 and it'll be the cheapest deal you can find anywhere. There was there was a keychain. He's good I, at it. I wanted this Millennium Falcon keychain, and it was like tw- it was like. As I want, it's like twenty bucks for a key. It's fucking retarded. And Sub Z got me, got it for me for a dollar and forty cents. That's awesome. Yeah. And it's like he says, you got to get it from China, and it took like two weeks. So it's like, fuck yeah. Yeah. It's so like, yeah, if you need, if you need Sub-Z's a deal, good. talk to Sub Z. He's a he's like an automate. I think he's. I'm pretty sure he's a he's a uh, spam bot or a malware or a, whatever yeah. you call it. He's good, man. He's good. But Tedekin, can work at people find you. Uh, just Tedekin everywhere. T-E-D-A-K-I-N and Mr. Badwick Fly expected a baby. At Madwick Fly. Mariana's going to be gracious as she married a big dipper here in a couple days. Yeah, buddy. (laughs) (laughs) No mess for me. No mess for me. I get it. I married a dipper. I get it. That's kind of a sick joke there, Sean. Matt, that baby (laughs) might That might, that baby might just slide on out. Whoop. All right, uh, at Mountain McFly, <laughs> she's gonna be, she's just gonna be like vacuuming or something, and so hear this like floop, and just oh, it's right there on the floor, like a cocoon. Uh, uh, no, no, no sleep podcast. <laughs> Check that out. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Pause. We have not talked to the zombies out there. Our very own, and in chat right here. I, I, I got to say something because Matt doesn't express what he does enough. All right. So Matt does this podcast, the no sleep podcast. So I, I went the other day to look at ratings on Stitcher. Okay. Zombie cast. You know, I, I go to entertainment, uh, you know, find, find where we're at and all. And then I go to top shows. All right. Top shows got Chris Hardwick, the nerdist, all his shows. It's got Joe Rogan. It's got, uh, uh, Fat Man, Batman, uh, Kevin Smith has all these shows on it, right? <laughs> Matt's show, the No Sleep Podcast, was killing Nerdist. It was killing all of Leo Laporte's Twitch shows. They were not even close. It was killing. The only person, celebrity, that I saw that was hanging with you was Joe Rogan in the top five of all shows. Matt, your show was in the top five of all shows and the number one entertainment show. Thanks, brother. I was, I was surprised to see it. It's, it's obviously, I've got to say, it's, it's David Cummings' show. I'm just pleased to be part of it. Uh, there's a lot of really cool people involved in it. And it's actually, you remember a while back, we uh, read a horror story, and then you guys um, you guys kind of motivated me to try to do this. So. Yeah, I believe yeah. that was fully me who's, who motivated you. Well, all of you motivated me. But, yeah. I'm pretty sure it was me. But, but, but what I'm yeah. saying, I, dude, I watched <laughs> I watched. Probably one of my favorite TV shows ever is is Twit. It's the podcast Twit this week in tech with Leo Laporte. Yeah, not even close, man. Not even close. I mean, that's and crazy. You, and you got to think, Leo Laporte talks about you know. I remember when we were getting six hundred thousand downloads back in the day, and you guys were killing it, man. 
That that's amazing, dude. That's amazing. It's pretty awesome. Was that like a weekly thing, or was that just like a what, uh, like a, like the top charts thing, or yeah, yeah. You know, he always talks about. You know, I remember. You know, oh. you know, you know, five years ago. You know, the first time we ever hit. You know, half a million hits and this and you know, dude. No sleep podcast is that is amazing, man. Thanks. Man. Of where you guys are in the charts. I mean. It's a cool pod. You should. I don't know if you've listened to it, but it's a, it's a really neat podcast. They got it. The it production is. quality's like out of the roof. It's, it's really good. We're alive. A uh, little close. bit of quick info, by the way. Uh, Chris just yeah. wrote back said he's hung up at Universal Studios or something. Oh, look at this humble bragger. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I'm, in my, I'm in my script meeting at Universal. Yeah. <laughs> but thanks, John. I appreciate it. Yeah, yep. Uh, you can find me on Twitter.com slash Freeman Daddy 5. And my Xbox One Gamer Tag is Freeman Daddy 7. And I need to get a new Xbox. Uh, but you know what? I've been talking, uh, I'm going to start making some videos. I talked to this company, Bubba Blades. That's right. At BubbaBlades.com, they sent me a couple of knives and, uh, they want me to make a couple of videos and then they're like, you know what? Our partnership could, could grow if you do something good with these knives. So I'm really going to go all out and try to, it could be a good sponsor for, uh, you should just do it anyways. I think for, your, your videos, your videos would be funny. I think you and Ashton just going out into the woods and doing like uh, survival videos. Yeah, you, and Ash, yeah. you and Ashton out in the woods doing like survival videos could be like the greatest thing in the world. Yeah, I would subscribe. Not even that. kidding. You, yeah, you should go do that. Like Freeman family survival. Go, go. God bless. Go. I'm leaving you behind, Ashton. No, Redskins was 24 to six a while ago. It's 24 nine, and we're on the one yard line. Get get to yelling at your kids uh, like you're yelling at the football game, dude. I would watch this channels. Do it, Sean. Make it happen, please, please. Yes, but but wait, wait, wait. Just to spread the love, Ted's making a, a pretty cool project himself. Yes, which is about to tear open the internet. So I don't know if we're allowed to talk about it. I'll let Ted guide us in that direction, but. Well, you'll hear more about that. It's pretty awesome. And for, okay. all, you know, for all the new zombies out there, Ted did uh, recently make a video within the last six months. It just hit four million views on YouTube. So, fuck yeah, they scored. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> everybody go to YouTube and tell your it, friends about it. If you've ever loved ZombieCast and, you, and you've ever loved what we do for free, there's some things that we do to where we try to achieve. Matt with the new sleep podcast, which is doing great. But Ted can spin. Uh, DJ Freeman. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, yeah DJ. And, 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 and we, we all strive. Norm Norma going around being all hot and stuff. Yeah, that's right. But Ted uh, made a video. It took him like a, a year to make this video called Compact. It didn't take a year. It didn't take a year. It's a Boom. lie. Score. You're right. <laughs> Sorry, my daughter just came in here. Uh, but uh, – Go to YouTube, search Combat Kids. That's with the K, K-O-M-B-A-T-K-I-D-S. Ted included my son to do a line. Matt's in it. Uh, tons of people. But it, Your little son is probably going to be recording some more lines pretty soon, Sean. Just putting, <laughs> good, good, good. I, I, I at least want one line. One line. Yeah, I gotta, I gotta figure it out. There's, there's, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. To, it's, it's confusing. There's so many characters in there, and Never. so many people. I have so many people want to do lines, and it's just like I don't know where the fuck to put. But it, just go with the people who supported you from the beginning, Ted. Well, yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it's like I find that just between our little group, we can pretty much do them all. Between like you, me, and Sub Z, and all of us, we can pretty much do them all. But there's people like I want to do. You, you promised me. You promised me eight months ago I could beat so and so. I was like, I didn't. What? Hopping aboard the fame train. We built that city. Uh-huh. But, but, just, go, you know what? Ted's video is now uh, approaching 5 million downloads on YouTube. And you know what? It's easy for people to get 
a trending video on Facebook because, you know, it auto-plays. But we're talking about YouTube where people have to search this out, push play to get the one download. So go watch well, this video I, and spread the word. Well, I'm making I'm making more of what the video is. I'm, I've been working and making uh, not just uh, – I have a good, good friends that know about YouTube and things. And I was like, you know, there's something to this. And, uh, and it's like instead of just, you know, people – what I think is going to be surprising to people – is I, I'm, I'm good friends with the guy that runs the Mortal Kombat Reddit, and he's always saying, like, yeah, people are just want this fucking video you're working on, they want it. And I said, well, they're going to be very surprised when everyone's expecting just one new little video is going to come out, and they literally are going to get, like, 15 videos. <laughs> so, I mean, that's that's the thing. I said, no one has any idea what's – well, there you go. No one has any idea what's coming. And I, and I really think – and I don't like to overhype, but I think it's a thing – but I, I knew that first one was pretty good. I, I'm not. I try not to be arrogant. It was. Like, this this yeah. is a good video. I think this is gonna. I think this is a good video. It's like I think this new one makes the first one look like dog shit. Dude, awesome. I cannot wait. I cannot. I mean, Xander's got some lines, right? Xander's got. You're, you're Xander's got lines out the fucking asshole. And, and Ashton will be glad to do some more lines on the new one, dude. Xander, Xander recorded some lines already from a while ago, but I'm gonna have to get him to do more. But he, yeah, <laughs> Xander's everybody's favorite thing was that fucking baby scorpion. That's awesome. So uh. he's, He's right there at the. He's right there in the beginning. Yeah. Says he, he says right away like we should go fishing. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> for that line. Yeah. And then he also says it's a double cross. And then that's he a beats, while he, back. He beats the shit out of room. But right, so it's fun. Yeah. yeah, we're gonna run out, Matt. If you have your baby before next week, can, early congrats. I don't want to congratulate you to us born. I, I don't. I don't like doing things like that. But hopefully, uh, everything goes well. The twenty Angie says the twenty fifth. You want to know why the twenty fifth, Matt? Why? Me and Freeman mommy met September twenty fifth. Nine years later, Ashton was born on our anniversary, September twenty fifth. All right, I'll name him uh, Freeman. Uh, yeah, <laughs> or Dipper, Dipper, Dipper Bradford. That's it. But uh, go to, uh, go leave us a review, guys, if you like what you're listening to. If you don't like, however, just leave us a review. It helps us on iTunes, Stitcher, and places like that. Climb up to where Matt is on the No Sleep Podcast, which would be nice. But go, uh, you know what? Spread the word to ZombieCast. ZombieCast.net, the Zombie Research Society. I want to thank those guys. You know what? It's, uh, the society is somebody that's big, global. And, uh, you know, there's over, what, a quarter of a million paid subscribers to the Zombie Research Society with Romero and all these other people. But uh, go check those guys out. And on behalf of the Mighty All Games Radio Network, this normal life day, Tedekin, Meta McFly, and myself, Freeman Daddy Five. We could call episode two something. Two twenty! A zombie cast. Good rap! Good night, zombies! Matt, you know what? Yeah, yeah, yeah let's, let's make a bet before we, we sign off. Snow or the baby, which comes first? I think uh, Mariana is going to be in labor, and just because she's Canadian, like a whole blizzard is going to come blowing right out all across the yeah. all across the delivery job. room. That's yeah. how big. That's how they're birthed up there. Yeah. And, and Matt, Matt, you know. And then Sean Bean is going to say, "Winter is coming." Yeah. Freeman, mom, Freeman, mommy said, "Baby, but you know what, Matt? What? I, I'm a dipper. We've had three kids. My wife had three babies. Never had an epidural. Never had a painkiller during birth. So you know what, Mariana." Is going to be thanking you, buddy. Dipper's first, Dipper's first baby, life. first baby came out sideways. She didn't come out sideways. Don't matter. It don't matter. Sideways. <laughs> Head first. Feet first. But good night, zombies.
Hey, Matt, are you uh, still going to get a PC, or have you just moved on from all the stress that those fuckers at VGO caused you? 